Hey, this is Lamont from the House of Lamont in Charlotte. You're listening to the Southern Fry Philosophy Podcast here in Concord, North Carolina. Stay dapper, my friend. On this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, we talk about some mystery animals that are killing things around the area, a surprise top Netflix shows by state, and our special guest, Lamond from the House of Lamond. All that and more on this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. And you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are b- broadcasting from the Busted Knuckles studio right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit. There he is. He's sitting across the way. He's the pride of Anderson, South Carolina. But most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue one. 2016's Honorable Mention Father of the Year, the inventor of the redneck egg roll. Give it up on old mic number one. It's Mojo. Hey. Hey. How about you? Yeah, it's cold outside. It is Uh, cold. Anyway, we appreciate you tuning in as always. You can find us on the Southern Fried Philosophy website at southernfriedphilosophy.com. You can find us on the Facebooks by the same name, Southern Fried Philosophy. Go to Instagram and Twitter at SFP Radio or YouTube.com forward slash SFP Radio for those listening at work or at home. Uh, it is suitable for work, so mm-hmm. feel free to blast it. Uh, please go to our favorite uh, iTunes uh, player or our podcast player, such as iTunes, uh, Spotify, a- any Android device, Google Play, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio. Yeah. Uh, it's just so mean to keep up with it now. So basically, anywhere you listen, you can go and find us there. Uh, just subscribe, give us a like, give us a review. Most importantly, share those favorite episodes and the ones who have been sharing it here lately. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. And we've picked up a lot of your listeners from really all over the globe. Yeah, no doubt. We've got some new listeners from Fort Washington, Maryland, Bay Village, Ohio, Smyrna, Georgia, and Travistock, England. How about you? Yeah. Worldwide, Thanks, Thanks for join, joining us uh, once again for another episode. Also, we want to say thank you for uh, States Vegas Radio. If that's another place that you can listen to the show, um, they picked us up this uh, past week. So if you uh, need an app or want an app, you can check out um, theirs at statesvegasradio.com. You can download their their app and you can listen. We are live. Well, not live, but we are. Our show is uh, recorded and played back on Mondays at six o'clock, and then Friday um, at four o'clock p.m. So you know, on the drive home, you know, you can listen to us and have a laugh, or you know, going home from from work on Monday, you might yeah, need they a good pick a, me up. Yeah, they have some other shows on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, music is filler, so it's just a general good all-purpose app. So yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll kind of be. Uh, We'll have some of the other guys that have shows on there. I'm sure we'll have them on just our yeah. show too. So. No doubt. Um, if, if you're new to the to the show, I was listening um, this this past Monday, and I, I told you I texted you right before we went on. Like I'm really nervous that we were going on States Vegas, and and you're like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just like another step, you know, yeah, in our yeah. radio career. Um, but uh, if you never listened to, it, I was thinking about it. Like these people have never heard us before. So might might want to talk about the show and like who we are and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. So Brandon we go. Mojo, we call him, um, Brandon Mojo on the show. Why do we even? How did that even occur? Uh, back in the old days when I 
was part of the MC world. That mm-hmm. was just a name given to me. The, and, uh, the motorcycle club is that the MC? Yeah, yeah. MC motorcycle. Club. I was thinking MC Hammer, but uh, yeah, I used to have some restaurants named Mojo okay. Mojos yeah, back in the day. So that just kind of stuck with me. Yeah, as a moniker. That's cool. Yeah. I like it. it. It fits you pretty well. <laughs> you also so – it's, be, it's better than the nickname my wife has for me. Oh, so what is that? I, it's not suitable not for work. Yeah. Not, and that's the other thing too, and, and you mentioned it before. Like we are suitable for work. We try to keep it G. Sometimes we get a little uh, PG-13-ish. Well, that's because but we we're perpetually 8 to 12 years old in our sure. brain. So in our heads, yeah. we're, we're pushing that 13-year-old mark. Yeah, we're not quite there. Level. Our voices started cracking, but we, we're not quite <laughs> at that 13-year-old level yet. You're right. Um, and also, going back to you, you uh, a recent – you want to talk about your heart transplant? That was a big thing that happened in your life? Yeah, um, uh, three years ago almost. Uh, yeah. Coming up this March will be my third anniversary for a heart transplant. So – yeah, I've got a kind of interesting story. I'm kind of I'm working on my ninth life right now. I'm hoping that <laughs> meow. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping that I can outlive that a little bit longer. But yeah, I had a heart transplant and just grateful to be here. And um, you can go back and listen to our, any of our archive catalog, mm-hmm. catalog back there. If you go to iTunes, you can find that. Actually, our first episode was just kind of my story, and, yeah. and Bigginer JT's story was the second. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, love to have you go back and listen to those. I mean. Um, just man, just blessed to be here. I know we hear yeah. that word "blessed" a lot. It's kind of one of those overused words, but really, mm. I feel that way. Sure. So tell a little bit about yourself. Uh, also, just to point out that yeah. you own uh, a mo- part own a motorcycle shop, a motorcycle w- dealership over Morsel. So, yeah. busted knuckle. Uh, as we say, the busted knuckle studio, but it's actually the busted knuckle motorcycle. Yeah. So uh, anybody, shop? yeah, I mean, obviously anybody listening in the state Statesville area or. Mm-hmm. Surrounding surrounding cities, yeah, we've uh, we. I'm a dealer, so I not nah, the dealer, the good yeah. stuff. But, yeah. I mean, it's still addictive, but you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, busted knuckles dot uh, knuckle motorcycles dot com is our website, and um, yeah, come down to the shop and get your bike worked on too, Mark. There you go. Uh, the owner of the shop there um, has been working on bikes since uh, Jesus was peddling sandals. So, oh, wow, uh, <laughs> I did not know that about Jesus. It's in the so, book of hesitations, I think. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, he's got you. He's got your needs there. Yeah. Uh, I be biggin. Uh, I got that moniker as uh, I did a, a radio show, uh, also a podcast uh, called Doctor Dave and Biggin. Uh, when I used to live in Houston, now I've, I've moved to Charlotte, and man, I missed it so much. I was like, "Hey, you survived this heart transplant. Let's do a podcast." Yeah. So, yeah. You, need, so you need something to do with your life. <laughs> you're right. So uh, we decided to do that. I'm a systems analyst. I work from home most of the time. So that's that's a little bit about us. Every time on the show, you'll probably get some wacky news, some something that we hear from the news that we think is funny that we want to talk about. Probably some hot topics or just just regular topics that we want to bring up. And then also, we'll usually have a guest. Usually, some really int- we we've had some really interesting guests. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's usually people that we kind of they have an interesting story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can range everything from Second Amendment to pol- you know politics to people that just got into their career field that's very yeah. interesting and uh, these are people that we we know we've met we've developed relationships with and uh, just thoroughly enjoy hearing about the story and reason why we like to have the story aspect um especially i i'm i'm pro small business and our guest today mm-hmm. will be uh, is a small business owner i i those people get out there they sacrifice they see a vision and they try to fill that void and yeah. some are successful some are not but you know, everyone has an interesting story. Just like you see stories in the book of the Bible, everybody has that beginning, that middle, that fall, and mm-hmm. the redemption story. Everyone's yeah. story has that kind of model in it. So 
um, you know, I want to play, I want to have these guests on to encourage people and listeners, but also make them think too. Yeah. So cool. So actually, if you have any interesting stories, please, please contact us. We'd, we'd love to have you sit down and chit chat with us. And yeah, because um, everyone's unique and you don't have to be on the cover of a magazine. You don't have to um, be publicized on the social medias, which is, you know, almost makes you want to puke nowadays. But <laughs> everyone has an interesting story. Yeah. Well, speaking about uh, contacting us, you, if you want to hang out with us, you can uh, email us at, at sfpradio at gmail.com. We are we brought, we record on Wednesday nights, usually around seven o'clock. So if you have nothing else to do and you want to come hang out with us, email us at that uh, that uh, email address. This this evening we've got our IT guru uh, Hussein with us. So yeah, he's, um, he's just sitting over there in the 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 uh, bad mother smoker smoking hot seats over there. So hey, Hussein, oh. he says hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's, we know Hussein from church. He's a good cat. Yeah. Um, one of the most caring and loving and you know selfless guys I know. So yeah, no doubt he. I feel like I'm a cuddly t- teddy bear. Yeah. I think I would also call Hussein a cuddly t- teddy bear because I feel like I could just. Yeah, cuddle if there's any single women out there too, we're trying to hook them up. All so. the single ladies. Yeah, just email that SP radio. Oh my gosh, what if we did like a bachelor version? But it's like instead of giving a rose, he has to give like a biscuit to a girl. And then, oh my gosh, I think we're on to something. We'll we'll have to play with this and see like, if we can. We'll, have do. A, we'll actually have like a speed dating segment, yes. like ten minutes, yes. biscuits and gravy. <laughs> I like. I this. love this idea. So, welcome you, to the show, Hussein. You're now part of. <laughs> you're this. now part of it. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm going to ask you like I ask you every week, Mojo. I be darn. You know, I'm. I'm. You know that feeling you are, you have when you're driving down the road and mm. you see the Krispy Kreme sign. Oh, and buddy! You're coming over, you're coming over the hill. You're like, man, please be on, please be mm-hmm. on. You're begging for it. All of a sudden, you crest that hill. Oh no! And you see that hot light <sighs> sign that's so on. So good. That's so good. I, that's 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 just so good. That's how I'm doing. I feel like wow. that. Just finding that that hot light is on, mm. and just about to know that I'm about to pull in a plow. I, I, I ate, Careful. Eight to twelve donuts okay. in my face at one time. So, all right. Wow. In fact, that happened this past Saturday after a really? week. Yeah, my wife and I we broke our diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to drive right past the Krispy Kreme. Saw mm-hmm. the hot light on. Uh, hey, we buddy. got out. Sm- smelled uh, probably uh, a plume of reefer, which I knew, I knew I was in a good place because <laughs> uh, obviously they were there for the munchies too. Sure. Okay. And uh, we we. We ordered two and a half dozen donuts, and I think I finished a dozen by myself. By Are the time, you serious? By the time we got to the highway, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that can how, that's how you do it. That can happen. That's how you do it. That's big leads, baby. Those those Krispy Kremes, like we talked before, they just melt in oh, your yeah. mouth. It's like cotton candy. Yeah, it's just like you, 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 they squish them. And I challenge yeah. anybody to prove that there's a better fresh donut out there. I don't think there is. I, I enjoy the downtown donuts, but you're right. Like Krispy Kreme hot on another level, I'm not Krispy saying Krispy Kreme three days old. Oh no, 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 no that's nothing. I, I mean, I'm trying. I, I mean, I reheat in the microwave mm-hmm. and things like that. But fresh, like fresh out of the grease with the pipe and hot icing. <laughs> You're right. You can't. You not, can't. No, even. Like I said, I love. I love some downtown donuts by name, yeah. but ah, like Krispy Kreme. Oh yeah, no, you're you're 100 accurate. If I, if I could just put it in a syringe, just mm. go straight, straight in, baby. Anyway. <laughs> 
How you be doing? I'm good. We uh, we had a foster kid placement this past weekend. Awesome. Not going to mention any names, um, but it, the the foster parent just needed a break. Sure. And so that's kind of where we are. We're just like the backups at this point. We are like the fun unc- aunt and uncle where we can like do whatever we want to with them and then send them so, home. Oh yeah. Be like, eh, see ya. So we had them for for 48 hours. I was doing the math. Like if we take eight hours. Uh, per sleep, we had two sleeps, so that's sixteen hours. So we're down to like active. You're awake for thirty two hours. I'm like, I've got this. This is going to be easy peasy. Thirty two hours, I can do whatever. Uh, we get the kid uh, Friday at six o'clock. Um, usually at that point, he's he's going to bed at eight thirty. So like, uh, that's not too much time. So All we right. show him around. You know, play play a board game, that kind of stuff. The next day, uh, we're up and at him at seven thirty. Which, by the way. My wife and I, if we had our druthers, we are sleeping till you know pretty close to noon on Saturday. So that was a little bit of a wake up call. Uh, and then, you know, we got up at seven thirty, did the breakfast. By noon, we're like staring at each other, like, "Well, what do we do now?" Yeah. <laughs> like, so my question yeah. is, what do parents do with kids all the time? Well, I mean, what in the world? I, I'm not one of these type of super parents where you have to have every waking hour th- this extraordinarily over the we- overwhelming, over the top yeah. type adventure. Like yeah. you see those, and I doubt they are. I mean, I know some people who go out there and and drag their kids around all the time like that and do different things. But man, yeah. We don't we don't do that. I yeah. mean, the ones that parents are like, oh yeah, with well, their nature conservancy, you know, conservatory or whatever, and then two you know two minutes later, hey, we're at the museum of whatever <laughs> with our kids. Sure, ah, we're not that way. We yeah. you know we we we're guilty just like my parents were. We let yeah. them watch some TV, let them play. Yeah, when they get bored, we we'll make them clean. I mean, okay, yeah, so clean. I'm going to so write every that down. Mo- every moment is not. Yeah. It has to to be this extraordinary um, adventure time. Yeah. You know, it it was our first one, so we're kind of a little, you know, oversensitive of, like, we got to entertain them and that kind Uh, of stuff. Kids are resilient, man. If a kid can't entertain themselves, I don't think they get an opportunity to use their imagination. And that's the thing is, like, now I'm going to use big big word parenting words. Uh, We had to limit the screen time Mm -hmm. with the not screen time Mm because we could have just let them, like – you know, go gangbusters on PS4 and sure. just not talk to him for four days. Um, but you know, we had to limit that. So now I'm using big parent or parent words. Well, no, there's nothing wrong. But you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of times, and I've been guilty of it too. In, at certain times, you know, where you have uh, you you let the TV or the iPad or whatever mm-hmm. manage your kid, basically manage your kid, yeah, or babysit your kid. I, you know. I've been guilty of that. Yeah. I'm not going to browbeat anybody over that, but <laughs> I, I think a lot of times, parents, a lot of parents do use that yeah. as a tool. Yeah. So, anyway, it was it was a great experience. We had a great time. We'll we'll be doing it again, hopefully shortly. So, um, yeah, it was it was an interesting. I'll say that. Wait, drop my kids off this weekend so I can Come go to the casino. Come on with it. I'll take them. You know, I love your girls. All right, so we're going to have the Southern Word of the Week. All right, so this one's a little little risque, I'll say, but it, it is a, a true word. Uh, the word is fornication. Mm-hmm. Uh, for uh, for our normal listeners, that we'll refer to that as hello time. Mm-hmm. You know, time with a with a husband and a wife where we get to experience the marital fruits. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what we call it. So if you're a new listener, we normally say hello time. So the 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 southern word for the week again, fornication. And here's the usage. Charlene's dress is perfect 
for an occasion like tonight. How about Bingo. Bingo. Didn't see that coming, did you? The fornication for tonight. <sighs> if you were to, to say it out as plain English, yeah. for an occasion, yeah, as yeah, tonight. I got you. Okay. I wonder what I wonder what northern northerners think of us with our accents like that. Mm, I I don't know. <laughs> it you know if you just think of somebody talking with a mouthful of marbles, you know you can cl- well, clean. Well, that's Kentucky. It up. Yeah, though that's no doubt about that. And then South Georgia, I love my in-laws but sometimes i'm like i have no idea what you said so i love y'all i do but i'm like what what you know it doesn't help there's no google translator app for that there needs to be right google translate southern because there's so many different regions yeah so yeah i'm so i you know just like you know our listener in england i mean Mm -hmm. obviously england man they have so many different dialects which i can listen to them all day every day but some of them can't even understand. You know, like everyone in England definitely can't understand people from Manchester. It's just, you know, that garbled up. I mean, no no disrespect to our Manchester listeners, but I'm just saying that it's just it's just a thick accent that yeah. you can't understand. I, I don't know, yeah. man. I, I, I remember when I was going to India, uh, I was li- I was beside people from England, and all I – like I just kept trying to listen. I didn't care what they were saying. Just the accent, I was like, "That's so oh, cool. and definitely English accents sell uh, TV products a lot better too." I th- I instantly think that they're so much smarter than we are. Oh yeah, just because of that. Like, I mean, how many how many Gotham uh, nonstick pans do you own right now after buying them off the inter- internet? Forty seven. <laughs> I just counted forty seven. <laughs> All right, so let's go into some wacky news brought to you by Webmerized. If you need a clean, crisp website, go check out our friends at Webmerized.com. That's Webmerized.com. Check them out on the sponsors link of our website. All right, so here is uh, the headline, Baltimore man burns to death after exiting a porta potty near M&T Bank. This is out of Baltimore, Maryland. A Baltimore, Maryland died Sunday after apparently caught fire while inside a porta potty near the bank stadium. Fire crews responded to the scene and there were three porta potties on fire. They, um, the person called in to say that they saw a man exit the porta potty on fire and collapse. My question to you guys is what did he eat? Like, I don't want to make light of the situation. I mean, the man died. Flaming hot Cheetos. But you think? No, I don't know. But, Probably, uh, yeah, I couldn't even guess. But how do you think But how do you think that happened? Like, do you believe, because we've talked a little bit of coast to coast and, and you know, those kind of, you know. Like kind combustible of, human yeah, theory. Yeah, the um, spontaneous combustion. What do you think? Do you think that's real? I don't know. I mean, there's. You said this happened in D.C., right? Mm-hmm. Well, D.C. is Baltimore. Been, Baltimore, okay. Baltimore yeah. has been really cold in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if the guy was in there, probably homeless, seeking a break from the wind, and tried to start okay. a fire. Oh, start his crack pipe. Okay. I mean, or think, oh. or just try to start a cigarette and bam, all that methane gas just boom, boom. That's my question: Is are those things flammable? Like, if there's, I've never seen, I've never gone into a porta potty and I've seen. Like a no smoking sticker. I don't know, but I would think it's a good question. Ask uh, the experts, which we have no experts. We really. need one. Yeah. So if you know, please email us or tweet us at SFB Radio. But like, is that blue? Is the blue goo yeah. goo? Is that flammable? It shouldn't be. No. Or if you collect all of that methane gas, would that catch on fire? I don't. I don't. I need to know these things. Yeah. Yeah. It all. It, it almost sounds. I mean, it almost sounds like the guy used some type of accelerant or something like that but yeah i mean talk about wacky that's definitely a wacky story i wonder if uh they have a follow-up with that story i don't know well we'll maybe keep an eye out and see see next week if there's 
There's that. Um, but Or like he was smoking and then the giant uh, spare tire of toilet paper, maybe that yeah. caught on fire now that I think about that. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm sure, yeah. Goodness gracious. Wow. Poor, I mean, sad the, guy, sad the guy had to end that way. But, I mean, yeah. damn, I'm kind of curious now what caused all this. No doubt. This is a case for the X-Files or French, <laughs> French Division. <laughs> oh, we got that. We could – well, and this one is also kind of going into it too. There is – Wildlife experts investigate death of a high school teacher. She's 77, killed in vicious attack by a mystery animal right here in North Carolina. A oh, mystery where, where animal. It's, it's, it just says off the coast. Um, Pun, Pungo Christian Academy. I have no idea where that's at. Uh, off the coast of North Carolina. There was a 77-year-old woman that was walking. She was attacked by a mystery animal. Around 545, someone called it in, and uh, they got to the scene, and they um, you know, gathered the body. They tried to do some DNA testing on the clothing that was ripped up. It was just a brutal attack. They said that it's – they can't figure out if it's canine or wolves or dogs. They, they, it's neither one of those, hmm. but they can't figure it out. What's going on? I chupacabra. You know, you. Never I don't know, know but uh, she. I mean, sweet little. Hey, look, she looks like a little grandma. We'll have the story yeah. on our show notes. She's she's just a cutie, but just a mystery animal attack got her. They can't figure out what it is. Y'all, that's why y'all always carry a, a sidearm. I'm getting a little worried yeah. about this. You think you think that that's just the only, and that one's close to home, right? But there was another story in Louisville, Kentucky, mm-hmm. that llamas, there was a pack of llamas that were mysteriously killed also this week um, uh, that were just uh, killed, gruesome attack is what they call it, and they don't know what it is either. They can't figure out if it was a dog, if it was a wolf, whatever. Hey, yeah, let's just let's just clean this guy in some of the shine, and then walked out there and just started, you know, using his uh, Freddy Krueger scissor hands or whatever no. from nineteen eighty five. No, the lady woke up about seven thirty and saw um, these poor animals just mutilated. Hmm. Um, y'all, and and we we have documented so many times on this show how much I think that we should not ever own animals that can kill us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, snakes, mm-hmm. anything. Tigers. If I'm asleep, yeah, tigers. If I'm asleep and this animal attacks me, will it kill me? I say I have like a little thing. Yes, okay, then then I will not own it. No, okay, I will own it. We have gone way too far on the exotic animal. Hey, I want to I want to have an alligator in my house, so I'm just going to keep it, y'all. Yeah, I'm telling you. If we have to, if we use that standard, I may have to make that checklist too for my wife because I'm. I, you know, I do. I do fear that one of these days she's going to snap and just smother me with a pillow. <laughs> we are the supreme animals. I think we should kill anything that can kill us. Can I just say that? Like everything that can kill us, let's just take it out, or at least not have it near us. You know, I mean, well, there, there's a. They are useful in nature, mm, you know, but I don't know. I, I don't know about having them as a pet. Yeah. Well, even giant dogs. Yeah. You have a giant dog. Yeah. If if at some time he says I'm having a bad day and decides to go for you, what are you gonna do? That's true. You I'll, have- I'll just I'll distract her with a cat litter box <laughs> for the kitty Snickers. <laughs> I just don't. I, I can't get down with that. Anything that can kill me, yeah. I'm I'm out. I, I understand that fear. So, but 
I mean, is this a werewolf? Can we talk about, is that a werewolf? Hey, you never know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, is there any, like, uh, mysterious, like, uh, urban legend animals in Kentucky or off the coast of North Carolina? Well, I mean, I would say Bigfoot. I mean, there's always the Bigfoot. You remember, like, in North Carolina, we had that the Bigfoot sighting. and This thing <laughs> was 10 foot tall. Hey, yeah, beautiful hair. You remember that yeah. guy, right? And then the other lady, we we did a story about a, the boa constrictor that that jumped on the lady's face, and then she had to call nine one one. It was nine one one. What is the location of your emergency? Oh, please. Hello. I had a boa constrictor stuck to my my face. Ma'am, you have a what? <laughs> boa constrictor. <laughs> I mean, y'all, can we stop with these animals? Yeah, you're right. Uh... I mean, Bigfoot, yeah, that, it, werewolf. Yeah, no doubt. Actually, there's been an uptick in uh, Bigfoot sightings this mm-hmm. year. I don't know if you've seen that. I'm telling you. Yeah. every And tigers and mountain lions, we've had numerous stories about mountain lions coming at you. Right, right. I mean, a guy killed one with his bare hands the other day. Yeah. That, that, was, that was a pretty awesome story. I'll yeah, no you. doubt. He just went right there and he got him. He's like wrestling. I think he accredited his MMA fighting uh, skills. And I think he said something about uh, I'm no, people are surprised I'm no Chuck Norris or something like that. So. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we'll go to uh, um, the next story. If you have any theories, though, again, tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook message us what you think this could possibly be. I'm going out on a limb and saying it's a it's a werewolf. But, you know, I could be wrong. Um, The next story is a Memphis teen. You talk about teenagers um, not knowing, you know, like, oh, well, I'm just going to sit here and play a PlayStation all day or whatever. This Memphis teen constructs a working nuclear fusion reactor in his home library. Wow. Laboratory. Sorry. I can't even read, much less like – Build a That's the kid I want to be sitting reactor. behind in class. <laughs> this is a uh, courtesy of Fox News. I'll go ahead and play the uh, the bumper for it. They spend their time on social media for fun. When it comes to fourteen year old Jackson Oswald, fun is a little different. I started searching for things on the internet. Careful, uh, kid. You know, nuclear things, just because that's what interests me. After deciding he didn't want to play video games all day, Jackson got to work on a nuclear fusion reactor. And right here in this room in his Memphis home. This is the inside of the lab, and right here is the main piece. The I mean, this thing reactor. is like on a table. It's, it's a jack half of connecting dots before successfully <laughs> achieving fusion. I mean, it looks like a flux capacitor. I'm not kidding you. Using high temperatures and force to produce a burst of energy. Being a parent of somebody that was as driven as he was, was, was really impressive. Experts mm-hmm. from Fusion.net, an online forum for amateur physicists looking to get hands-on experience with fusion, verify Jackson's results and say he's the real deal. You have to jump through the right hoops, and we have to believe you and see what you've done. It just means that I've successfully combined two atoms of, in this case, deuterium gas, while ejecting a neutron. The sure, process is similar to how the sun powers itself, but scientists have yet to figure out how to build a fusion reactor that, like the sun, releases more energy than it takes in to power things like homes and buildings. We are still far away from uh, uh, making a working uh, nuclear fusion reactor to produce electricity. Sorry. So you can think about how challenging it is to make a the 14-year-old is now hoping to open that challenge up to other kids. I'm working on creating an organization to fund the projects of kids that don't aren't fortunate enough to have 
financial sports. Who knows? It could lead to science's next great invention. In Memphis, Charles Watson, Fox News. So here's the thing. What do you think the HOA has to say about that? I'm not worried about the HOA. I'm, yeah, <laughs> you have people out there complaining every day on uh, on the on the old social medias about uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, guns and stuff out on the street. That, <laughs> right. kill, that can kill one, maybe five, six people. This guy can wipe out the entire species. Well, my thing is for this kid is y'all. I've seen way too many Marvel movies where mm-hmm. it starts off as you know the kid that gets picked on and then he's building a nuclear fusion reactor and then at some point this is going to blow up and then he's going to become the super villain and destroy us all. Yeah. So, he loses all of his hair and then, yeah. you know, bam. He's the bad guy. But also that or that or you can develop your own memory of weird science the movie. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you put hey, in calculations buddy. and develop your own supermodel. Doot, 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 doot. Yep. Good night. Um, <laughs> I mean – Listen, if you live in Memphis, be nice to this kid. Yeah, no I mean, if you are the homecoming queen, you need to go out with him. You know, give him a date. You know, just be very, very nice to this kid. The FBI is out there looking for people ordering pressure cookers off the internet, Amazon, and backpacks. But oh, we have a kid ordering <laughs> nuclear fusion parts <laughs> offline. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's comforting. Yeah, yeah good gracious. He's also, he's also wanting to raise money for disadvantaged kids to buy their own fusion. <laughs> yeah. This is going to turn out horrible. Oh. Y'all, well, be very go. careful for this kid. Oh, man. All right, so we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have some hot topics. And uh, we have our special guest, Lamond, from the House of Lamond. All that and more coming up on this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. We'll be right back. Words cannot describe how awesome Robert and his team at Webmerized are. In our time of need, Robert came through for us and devoted more time than expected to help our organization develop our new website. It truly is a blessing to have an individual that can speak to the average person not in the IT world in a manner that can easily be understood. The process of working with his team was painless, and I look forward to working with them for future projects. Our website is spectacular, and I'm really proud of what was developed by Webmerized. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Don't take Stella H's word for it and also Southern Fried Philosophies, but go out to webmerize.com, W-E-B-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D, or check out the sponsors link on our website. And if you mention the word biggin in your order, you'll get 10% off. Check them out at webmerized.com for your web services needs. All right, we are back, and you are, again, listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Uh, we got some hot topics that we're going to talk about. Mojo, can you uh, talk about selling the state of Montana? Yes, I guess there's a petition now that just got started, and it's raised a few signatures and, and, <laughs> you know, before anyone gets their panties in a wad. It is a satire-type petition, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they're trying to sell the state of Montana to Canada for $1 trillion <laughs> to, to help lower our deficit. Of I guess our deficit just has clicked $22 trillion. So, oh, wow. Obviously, I guess if we piecemeal the states like uh, – properties on on monopoly i guess we'll get that thing down sometime i will gladly just buy 
California and New York for like a dollar fifty, and just be like, do you do your own thing? Don't even be part. Yeah. Um, so if Canada really does want to buy, we'll just sell New York and California. Mm-hmm. I'd be I'm okay good with that. that. Yeah. yeah. They they were talking about trying to exit the the U.S. themselves, right? Or at least California was. Well, actually, there was a big move for uh, New York City years ago to actually become their own com- country. Oh, go yeah. for it. I mean, it's knock yourself out. Sixty years ago, but yeah. Yeah, you definitely. Well, well, you buy California, we'll actually throw in New York for free. We're, we're, we're willing <laughs> to talk. Genius. Yeah, we're willing to talk. Um, we we talked about this on the teaser. So um, Netflix came out and they said, "Here's the top store, the top TV shows that are binge watched in each state." And I thought this was pretty interesting. So, uh, any idea of what it could be for the state of North Carolina? Any any idea what what is binge watched most? On the uh, old Netflix, Hussein, any thoughts out of you? He said no. Okay. No clue. No clue. Uh, no, I have no clue. It's 13 Reasons Why. Really? At the That's the top trending show in North Carolina. So I guess we have a lot of teenagers with accounts. I guess so. Wow. Um, I realize it. South Carolina takes a pretty similar twist to it. The end of the effing world. Nice. No, South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Georgia is Luke Cage. Didn't see that one coming. Hmm. And then the old, (laughs) the old, which uh, actually just got canceled, I believe. Yeah. 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 And then Florida, uh, Daredevil. Hmm. You know, the blind, the blind guy. Which Um, just got canceled too, I believe. Which also just got canceled. So I thought those were pretty interesting. Daredevil also was tied in Kentucky. Tennessee had House of Cards. Um, Alabama was Riverdale. I've never heard of another teenage show. Is that another yeah. one? And then uh, Louisiana, thirteen reasons why. Oh, sorry. Um, it was uh, the orange of the orange is the new black mm-hmm. in Louisiana. Of course. Uh, one thing that I was not surprised is nobody can make up their stinking mind in, in Washington D.C. There was a sixteen way tie. Wow. in Washington D.C. That's perfect. Is that not perfect? Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, there's from BoJack Horseman to Maniac. Um, that probably fits pretty well. Mm. So, anyways, thanks a lot, DC. Can't get your mind together. <laughs> the problem, with, I, 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 I like the, the fact that they release all these shows where you can binge watch, mm-hmm. but I hate the fact that they release all these shows so you can binge watch. Sure, it, it's, it becomes a very unproductive day. Have you like? I just, I, I didn't binge watch. It was a, a, a show called uh, Taken Plain Sight. Mm. Have you seen that one? I haven't. Oh, buddy, you. Mm. Lock up your kids, lock up your wife. Good gracious. Have no best friends at all. I'll just tell you that. Do not have any best friends at all. I hear you. It, it is disturbing. You saying, have you seen that one? He, no. Hey, y'all, it's disturbing. It really is. If you're a sci-fi fan, i got to give it to uh, Netflix. They came out with a series called Altered, Altered Carbon. Yeah, that's very, a good Very one. good series. Yeah. I was very impressed with that. Yeah. I like I like how it's just it's a new, fresh take on – um, the future. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Um, some other uh, hot shows were uh, Stranger Things, of course. That was that was pretty big. Breaking Bad and Break uh, Better Call Saul. A lot of the end of the effing worlds. There's really? a ton of those. I saw two episodes of that, and I, just, mm-hmm. I haven't gone back to it. Of course, Altered Carbon is number one in Washington. Really? How about you? Nice. <laughs> There's a new show just came out. I guess released what yesterday, the day before, called The Umbrella Academy. A lot hmm. of hype had been surrounded this one. I just watched two episodes of that. I'm not really too impressed. I yeah. mean, it's about 
childhood or children superheroes kind of you know they grow up what was that there was a there was a tv show that had that too what was that what the save the cheerleader save the world oprah no, <laughs> do you remember that the uh, heroes yeah it heroes, was heroes yeah. yeah so i thought that was pretty yeah pretty interesting i have, I have not watched. What, what's your go-to for netflix um i i've, I've talked about um Making of a Murder. We talked about that on the mm-hmm. show. Like I watched that one. I haven't watched the next season, um, but I do like Stranger Things. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that, mainly because throwback to the '80s. I, I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Goonies. Like I love that yeah. that movie. Yeah, that's kind of Goonies. So it's yeah. very Goonies. So I, 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 you know, I don't care because uh, I can divorce myself from the man. Mm-hmm. The act, you know, versus the show. So yeah. I, I still like House of Cards. It was very well, right? That was put well together. Done. Yeah. Um, and we talked about the the last season, though. Yeah. I like stunt. I couldn't. I couldn't deal with it. Um, I, I, I like uh, kind of thrillers. So Mind Hunter. Yes, yeah, very good. show. That was fantastic. I'm, I'm I can't wait for them to come out with another one of that. But that was a very good show. Yep. Um, well, let me let me kind of I can I can play this one lately. Yes, I love technology. But not as much as you, you see. But I still love technology. Always have. Remember that one? That was from from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, the wedding scene. Yeah. So here's some technology. Samsung has is uh, talked about. They've just came out with their foldable phone called the Galaxy Fold. It's going to be available starting April 26th, starting at a mere cost. Of two thousand dollars for a phone, and I had a hard time just doing the pay by the month, uh, you know, for the finance plan. So imagine <laughs> how much that's going to be. Too. Yeah, broken out into twenty four pay periods. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Samsung first teased their first foldable phone. If you keep it, you know, folded up, it's four point six inches. You unfold the phone, and then it's like a seven point three inch display. Hmm. Um, It'll go from like a phone to a tablet, two distinct uh, – it could do two distinct uh, screens or it could be all combined as one. Um, y'all, for two grand, I don't I don't think I'm going to gonna bite on that one. No, and I think that uh, – you know, give it a couple of years. Mm-hmm. If, it, if the market says they want foldable phones, then we'll have foldable phones and they'll be cheap. Just imagine – I mean, years ago when plasma TVs came out, mm-hmm. those things are like four grand. Yeah. I mean, now you get a, a decent sized TV for seven hundred. Yeah. So I mean, just the cost will go down. Yeah, but I'm I don't know if I like. I mean, my wife breaks her her screen so much as it is. Oh, does she really? Could you imagine? Well, she she breaks the screen protectors okay. like a champ. So I've yeah. I've had to put on like seventeen of them, <laughs> uh, just on the same phone. Yeah. But um. Could you imagine trying to break? I mean, that thing could break pretty easily, especially if it's folding and my large butt sitting on it. Hey, buddy, that's going to flatten out quick. So I guess we're going back to a version of the flip phone. I'll tell you what, that old Motorola Razor flip phone, that was my favorite phone that I've ever had. Yep, and indestructible. Yeah, I mean, you could roll over it. Actually, the little that are the little Nokias. Oh, the blue ones? Yeah, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't fold. They were just little Nokias. Those things you could... <laughs> I've literally washed one <laughs> and then you know powered right up. So. Oh yeah, good old phones when the phones were just phones. I I would like to get just a regular phone, but they're more expensive than mm-hmm. getting a smartphone. Yeah, I, y'all because they want to collect all that data. Of course. Oh, I didn't think about yeah. that. That's probably true. You little conspiracy theorist. Uh, speaking of conspiracy theory, uh, you yourself are in love with with Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. They are now officially offering the keto menu. 
at oh, Chick-fil-A. Really? They are. Um, basic, do, do tell. They, you, you perked up. So You're reading your sexiest voice, too. Chick-fil-A is now offering menu options for those that are cha- changing their diet and eating habits. Um, the restaurant's keto-friendly menu items now allow you to eat on the go and stick to your popular diet trend. Some of the uh, keto menu available um, items are for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They include the egg white grill. It has one net carb without the English muffin. These <laughs> Here's the thing in this article I'm confused about. The sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit it has two net carbs, but it doesn't specifically say without the biscuit. I'm wondering if the entire biscuit <laughs> is two net carbs. Uh, entrees include the grilled chicken sandwich, which yep. has three net carbs without the bun, and the grilled chicken club sandwich, three net carbs also without the bun. Basically, just, just remove the bun. stuff with the bread. Yeah, that's about it. Hmm. I remember uh, when my wife and I were on it, we loved the, the breakfast uh, burrito, mm-hmm. and then just without the thing, just put it in – a, yeah, but now, thanks to Hussein, he introduced me to low-carb tortillas. Oh, yeah, buddy. So, yeah, I, I can go home and put it in I, there. I, I do that all the time. I make a, little, a keto breakfast burrito all mm-hmm. the time. I love, I love those burritos. And they're, the salsa, the jalapeno salsa mm-hmm. that comes in there. Oh, yeah. Some good hey, eating. buddy. That's some good stuff. Um, all right, so can we talk a little bit about this? And you, you said it right, Juicy Smollett. Sm- Jesse. Jesse Smollett. Jesse Spano. I got it. It's, it. His name's Chelsea Smollett. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, and people get mad at me because, and I love it. There's several people in my in my uh, circle who mm-hmm. love to send me like outrage stories. Mm-hmm. Like, Susan hits the presses. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Well, I told you there was just you know a country of 330 million. We have 329 race million racists. I mean, mm-hmm. just because you think they're harking around every corner. But I bet you're getting a ton of them with. Ele- Ele- but it was AOC, whatever her name is, oh, yeah. Ele- yeah. Alexandra Ocas- Ocasio Penta Santa Maria Cortez. Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. <laughs> Send your emails. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So obviously, I'm. If you, unless you just got back from a recent trip to Mars, um, you probably have heard the story where mm. uh, this actor from uh, um, the TV Empire. show Empire on mm. Fox, uh, we didn't know at the time was getting written off, but. Um, yeah, so he uh, allegedly first received some hate mail at the Fox studio mm-hmm. um, with threat, you know, threatening mails or threatening uh, letters. And then um, shortly after that, when the letter was not getting enough attention, as the story plays out here, um, allegedly he was attacked on his way uh, back from getting a Subway sandwich uh, in uh, outside near his uh, his residence. See, that's where it throws me for a loop. You're not a, an a actor on the story Empire, and you're going to Subway. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I guess he had to have a foot long. But um, so yeah, so he 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 gets back. He calls the cops. The cops come out there, yeah. um, start doing some investigation. So he had a, a noose around his neck, um, cuts and scrapes, and some type of mystery substance. Uh, like I guess they determined it was probably bleach uh, poured on him. Mm. So obviously this. Automatically registered. Um, in course, uh, I guess the the perpetrators yelled, "This is MAGA country, MAGA, you know, make America great again." Mm. Just for those who have been hiding under a rock. So um, obviously they, they they investigated this, and the story just kept unfolding and folding. And of course, you know, 
Um, the outrage mob gets out there, social media, look at this disgusting, mm-hmm. racist, anyone who wears a red hat, um, you know, the Trump, Trump, this Trump that. I mean, and once again, I'm not a, I'm not a water carrier for Trump. So, but this is over the top mm-hmm. hype. Um, but as the story has unfolded the last two weeks, we've come to find out that, um, uh, the two guys who actually attacked Jussie was two Nigerian brothers who he hired. He paid them 3500 wow. bucks a piece to help stage mm-hmm. all this. So this is panning out to be, um, in breaking news as of today, of course, you'll hear this podcast four days after we, after we record this. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, um, they're actually um, looking at Jesse as the suspect now of his own hate crime. Wow. How so about you? I, do, if they arrest him, do they actually charge him yeah, with a hate crime? And I guess he could be – well, he definitely could be charged with false, uh, false, false, yeah, yeah, false, false accusation. Police report. But if he, if he beat his own <laughs> – <laughs> and yell racial epitaphs yeah. and homophobic slurs. Will he be charged with like a self hate crime? Oh wow! I'm I'm just I'm Good curious gracious. here. Yeah, I didn't know that it he was attempted, getting... it attempted lynching. Oh yeah, I didn't know he was getting written off on the show, and that's why he was doing it. I thought he just did it just to be doing it. Well, his you know he, I think he was only going to be on for nine episodes mm-hmm. this season, and so his part was getting written off. Well, uh, Fox announced that they just said, "I tell you what." Don't even show back up. Ooh, so he's that been told. Yeah, he, yeah, so instead of nine, he gets nada. Mm. So, um, yeah, so oh. I, that's why I encourage everyone to not react when the story first pops out. Mm-hmm. Give it a little time for it to vent. You know, yeah. let it let it, let it air out a little bit. Let the story come and unfold a little bit. You don't have to automatically hit that. Uh, your thoughts on the social medias and press post. You yeah. don't have to do that. You don't because everyone, especially the celebrities and now these politicians that mm-hmm. you know, uh, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, Alyssa Milano's come, comes is one of the more uh, out front uh, actresses that were had posted about this. They're all now having to walk this back. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nancy Pelosi went and deleted a tweet. That she tweeted out mm. about this. So these all these people have egg on their face. Yeah. They look like complete morons, which we already knew that to begin with. But <laughs> now we have verifiable proof. <laughs> so yeah, you, I think you got to kind of before you re- react, and this goes for both sides. Every of side, pol- political yes. Before you react, let it air out a little bit. Yeah. Just like when you bring home that take take out Chinese food, open the to. box, let, let it vent out a little it, bit, let it breathe. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you will get a, you know like a pizza, a hot pizza. Otherwise, you will get a pizza sword. And you got to walk that back. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, and the Washington Post is kind of getting a little, a little hot hot news too, with the uh, with the the kid at the Washington and the yeah. the um, Native American oh, yeah, guy, Covington and, High School, yeah, the Covington High School kids. Yeah. So I think I think we're going to see 2019 um, be one of the greatest, uh, uh, you know, with Trump using the hashtag fake news. I think. <laughs> For his for his base, he is going to be able to prove that over and over this year. Sure, 2019 is not. There's no shortage of news that has come out that everyone had to be outraged about, and then yeah. come to find out that it had nothing to do with anything. So, whatever happened to journalists? When like you would say a journalist would say Trump is wanting to build a wall, and here's why he thinks that that's correct, and then here's the other opposing side, and this is why they think that's correct. Right. The end of story. Right. Now, there's, uh, I think journal real journalism's dead. I, think, I would agree. I think journalism, true journalism, actually comes from independent 
you know, mm. independent journalists or citizen journalists, as they call yeah. it. Um, you know, we had one of our one of our guys who actually wrote a book uh, is on our show, John Trump, mm-hmm. um, John Francis Trump, not to be mistaken, yeah, president. Yeah, um, he is an independent journalist, or he works. He's a journalist, but he also does some independent stuff too. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of his work is great. Um, I, there's a guy Tim Pool I follow on the internet. Now he's mm-hmm. he's kind of a middle of the, middle of the road guy. I mean, an actual journalist. He actually. How about yeah. you? So, I mean, he's actually quit agencies because they told him to write one way, you know, wow. write, write the le- you know left propaganda. So mm-hmm. he, he decided to say, no, see you later. Wow. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will have Lamond from the House of Lamond. Uh, really cool story. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Uh, you're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. We will be right back. If you are in the market for a high-quality cigar for a very reasonable price, you must check out Watchman Cigars. Watchman Cigars is a family-owned business that puts the customer first with the best customer service in the business. Watchman Cigars offers the Habano for a full, spicy flavor, the Connecticut for a mild, easy-to-smoke option, and the Maduro for a strong, powerful experience. They even do specialty blends and partner with you to provide a custom exclusive line just for you. Watchman Cigars has all your cigar needs. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Watchman Cigars 1991 or email Leon directly at Watchman underscore cigars at yahoo.com. That's Watchman underscore cigars at yahoo.com or check out the sponsor section of our website. Welcome back to the show. Uh, once again, this is the Southern Fry Philosophy Podcast. Uh, on today's interview segment, we have a friend of mine now, as of two weeks ago. But I, got, I get to call him a friend because he hooked me up. Uh, this is Lamont. He has a little shop, which is uh, making quite the stir here in Charlotte area. Um, but it's called the House of Lamont. Uh, uh, Lamont does man, just the greatest thing. He, he gets people like me who haven't fully uh, crossed over into uh, learning how to dress themselves in adulthood mm-hmm. so and for special occasions but he's just a great men's boutique and um, just man just I can't I can't brag about him enough just because uh, he got me prepared for a wedding and I actually won a bet so Ooh, welcome to the, the show Lamont I need to know right. what the bet is though <laughs> I can't tell you oh wow hey buddy it was, it was between me and my wife awesome <laughs> some hello time welcome to the show man appreciate it thank you i appreciate you guys i really do uh, so, so yes yeah, so explain uh obviously do a better job than i can explain in your shop and, and just what it is right now and we'll kind of get into some other questions well i created the house of lamont to be the house of the world it's a play on my name just to let everybody know you know we're southern here southern hospitality you know mm. everybody's welcome you never come into grandma's house without getting anything off you know without being offered anything to eat or drink mm. i try to make sure that my clients one have that experience as well but i created the boutique uh as a way for me to be able to use my gift styling uh, uh knowledge of wardrobe history of fashion uh to be able to help my kings present their best foot forward Ooh. um I call them kings because um, the Bible told me that uh, if I was to use my gift, that my gift would bring me before great men and women, kings and queens. Mm. So when um, my clients enter the establishment, I greet them, peace, king, peace, queen. You know, the angels, when they came into a place, they would always say, peace, be still. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a, it's a way for me to be able to set the, envir- set the environment as well as uh, um, 
pretty much uh, uh, set up that level of expectation from the promise. Mm. You know, if I greet you as king, then one, I mean, it, it, it empowers you. And then it, it sets the stage in terms of how we interact with each other in terms of, again, like I said, making sure that we present our best foot forward in a well-rounded manner. So um, wow. I'm not able to do it by myself. I have a, um, a couple partners at the House of Lamont, specifically uh, Alpha Male Nail Care. Uh, you know, pretty much like Drake said, you got to start from the bottom. Type, you, know, you know, or the word says you have to build on a solid foundation. Mm. And uh, Alpha Male Nail Care gives us the opportunity to do just that. Uh, she provides men with uh, manicures and pedicures in a nice man cave environment. And mm. a couple of relationships we have, uh, partnerships, sponsorships, Remy Martin. Uh, gives us the opportunity to make sure everyone has an incredible experience. It's not just like you're coming to get your nails done or you're coming to buy clothes. You can do that anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, we pride ourselves on the experience and then the educational uh, uh, aspect of it as well. So that's wow. what we're all about is teaching, giving back to our community, and then uh, using our gift to provide for our families. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, that's a wrap. Wow. <laughs> so, I have never in my life had a had a pedicure or a manicure. Dude, I, I need to. And to be honest with you, uh, between you and me, we won't say. I've never owned a suit. Really, I need to own a suit. Oh, I can make that happen. And as far as the manicure and pedicure, Sheena would take care of you, dude. We can't be walking around with two hundred dollars shoes and three dollars feet. Dude, dude, I like I, I said this on an earlier podcast. Like I get uh worried when I have to pay like full price for a pair of like new balance. I start freaking out, be like, Whoa, I, I can get this on sale somewhere. Absolutely. <laughs> but in terms of you treating yourself, you know, um um I instruct my clients to treat themselves like a king and pretty mm. much everyone else will reciprocate mm. uh, the action or the way in which you treat yourself. So it's a way for you again to be able to present your best foot forward and then likewise uh, uh set that standard for how other people communicate. Mm. And operate within you yeah know, your room. No, it makes sense. Yeah, I walked into Outback the other day, and I was like, "Listen here, countrymen, hear ye, hear ye! <laughs> I'm here for my steak. <laughs> you shall kill the fattened calf. Read it aloud." <laughs> All right, so you're you're telling me this is the first time we talked. How did you get started? So, kind of get, you know, tell us how we got started. Because I'm a I'm pro small business. I'm a small business owner. I believe uh, there's a, a lot of the livelihood of of America just flows through the small business center. So you're a small business owner. Um, you know, a lot of people find themselves starting a business out of necessity or they find themselves uh, just sick of a normal, normal job working at nine to five grind. And, and obviously I have a, a jumping off. I mean, people start usually start a business in their kind of their own avenue the, where the people don't succeed are usually people that come from like not having a clue how to cook a French fry, decides to open up a, a French bistro. They, they usually don't want to succeed. But how, how did you get started? Well, uh, in terms of uh, prior to me opening it, in terms of experience, being able to you know gain that knowledge about what I do, I've worked for several other entities, Banana Republic, I mean, uh, Joseph A. Banks. I've managed several other retail establishments, and it's all pretty much got me to where – you know, I am a, a where I'm able to operate my own thing. But um, I likewise got burned by corporate America. Um, prior military, had eight years in the military, mm. and have the business degree and work for, you know, Wells Fargo, Wachovia during that merger, got laid off and mm. uh, was called back, you know, with a couple contracting opportunities for less pay, no insurance. And I was like, man, I'm tired of jumping rope. You know what I mean? And and and, and I kept feeling that 
that urge to do what I love, but at that time I didn't feel like I had the money or the finances or the ability to do it. So it's like, okay, well, I might as well go back to school. So, you know, research and everything and health information technology was a, you know, on the rise and, you know, it had a lucrative, you know, a potential to, you know, be very lucrative. And, and I was like, okay, let's do that. But I went to school back CPCC here in Charlotte. And of course, you know, not much money. I had financial aid upon graduation, hadn't sent out any resumes, uh, and then uh, maybe a couple of weeks prior to graduation, had the opportunity to do a big presentation at Fashion Week, which included me pretty much putting Cam Newton's line made on the runway. So that kind of inspired oh. me, you know, in terms of gave me giving me the energy and, you know, I guess maybe the confirmation that my gift was sufficient, mm. you know. So I basically took my last $200 from that last financial aid refund check. <laughs> And I put it down on a little small space in Area 15. Came home, told Jerry one day, I was like, I found my business. I found my business. And he was like, oh, my God. Like, he's, he's more so the numbers person. Not that he wasn't supportive. You know what I mean? But he was huh. like, oh, my God. Like, okay, like, we haven't talked about this. Type of, you know what I mean? But it was just that urge. It's not like coming home with a puppy from the Humane Society. <laughs> almost, almost, almost. You know what I mean? It's like, we hadn't talked about this. And I was like, well, I mean, I really feel it in my spirit. I really feel it in my heart. And, like, this is what I've always wanted to do. So he supported it. And within the first three months of me basically dumping out my closet, because I've modeled, you know, pretty much all over the world type deal. And I've, you know, been a visual coordinator. And, you know, that means a style for corporate America. Stylist, okay. pretty okay. much. Wardrobe stylist for corporate America. Meaning you put together the outfits on the mannequins that, you know, represent that brand within the window. You know? uh, okay. So I had done all of that. And I was just like, man, I just really want to do it for myself. And once I did, you know, within three months, I was voted best men's boutique here in Charlotte. Didn't have street front, street front uh, presence. I was in the back of a warehouse, Area 15, in Charlotte on Davidson Street. Used Instagram, social media as a mm. way of free advertisement to kind of push it. And uh, just did really well. Ended up sending something to Prince Harry. Mm. Uh, out what? Of, yeah. Right. What? Right. <laughs> right whoa right bro holy so like, cow dude i mean it's just it's just been like a constant click 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 up to the top i don't feel like i've gotten there yet and i mean all of this anticipation and oh, anxiety wow. still resides within me from like day one because sure. i mean every day is something better you know just me coming in using that gift again having the expectation of that promise being fulfilled mm. that, if I just come in and, you know, build it, they will come type deal, but even deeper for me, you know, just come in and put your best foot forward. Yeah. Make sure you take care of people and hmm. everything else. Like I told you earlier, we're having conversations about food. Like that's some celebrity stuff that I, I, I imagined as a kid. I wrote this down at 12 years old, you know, oh, wow. but I had no idea that I would actually be here. So I don't know. Our powerful, I mean, our power, the, Wu-Tang told me, well, Wu-Tang has in the lyric, they say that from one single idea, everything appeared here and understanding makes that truth crystal clear. So it just mm. lets me know that my thoughts are relevant, you know, and that mm. likewise, you know, if you can have a thought, you can likewise, you can manifest it. You know, mm. it may take some work. It may take some networking. You know, you may yeah. have to have a certain group of people around you to make that happen. And I've always been open to that. So I've come up with, you know, a couple of different things and platforms. One specifically a hashtag called collaboration over competition uh, mm. that allows me to work with 
individuals within the same industry, not in the same industry, but all in an effort that we can all succeed and everybody eat. In addition to that, we can eat and feed. So we can all use our gifts. Everybody, you know, come to the table, eat really good. And then likewise, we should be able to do something for our community yeah. or help someone that might be, you know, uh, uh, seeking to have a better life. Everybody's got to eat, right? Everybody's got to eat. Yeah. Man, I, I love that that heart. It's just like I'm almost looking at Will Smith over here. You know how he like has those motivation things where he's like, rah, you want to wow. go take on the world. That's how I get, you know, just hanging out with you just wow. for a few minutes. By the way, he yeah, has a awesome. crush on Will Smith. It's oh been well God. documented I do. on the podcast. Yeah, so. I do love I'm Will Smith. I'm not mad at that, bro. Like, he just, <laughs> he, he, he actually just got me uh, super motivated now. Like I got to go out and do like legend, what is it, legion, legend, something. I am legend. I am legend. I got to do something epic now. Let's well, not ask right, for a zombie so body. What's your opinion on Will Ladden? He's been cast in as the Aladdin, uh, mm. the genie in Aladdin. So, yeah, have I you think, seen the trailer? I don't think that there's nothing he could do. Wow, uh, he can't do, or he, he can't? I'm nothing that he can't do. I'm part. Right. part yeah, he, there's nothing that. That's he can't what I do. thought too. And then I saw that trailer, and I'm like, oh boy. I hope. I hope. I mean, his voice. It's a trailer. It's his voice. It's not yeah. necessarily him, but like, yeah. No, I'm it's cool it's real. It. It's real live action. Oh, really? So it's not a cartoon. It's like oh. actually Will doing the genie. Oh, wow! So it's it's live. I've so. seen any of the trailers. Yeah. Or anything well, you have to go home and you have to go home and watch that and come <laughs> yeah. back to us on yeah. that. So. Okay, I'll go Google it. <laughs> but uh, man, your story is just so powerful. It's just like you said, the last two hundred dollars, and you just follow and chase your dream. And we've heard that story over and over and over again of I'm just I'm trusting that this is what I'm supposed to do and I'm going to go do it and then bam there we go I totally jumped off the edge and grew my wings as an entrepreneur on the way down and it's been an incredible flight wow so go ahead yeah but like uh, just for our listeners you know he he used the keyword manifest now you know a lot of you know I, I you see these videos online and and just people I mean alone the book industry for self-motivation books mm. and and just visualizing and manifest but he what lamont has actually said here manifest manifestation of that dream actually takes a little bit of legwork a little bit of elbow, mm-hmm. elbow grease it, it doesn't just happen overnight like christmas morning where santa right. brings you a present yeah, you actually right. have to make shake hands meet people oh yeah work a little bit at it so there's been sleepless nights i've slept in the boutique i've stayed out stayed up late i've giving away a lot of hours, meaning I've done stuff for free for people just to get my name out there mm-hmm. and all kind of stuff. But it's it's all been worthwhile. I mean, I've understood the sacrifice. Yeah. Wow. So obviously you have a fire in your belly, you know. So I do too, but that was because of Mexican. <laughs> Mexican. <laughs> but, but obviously you have this fire in his belly, this the fire in your belly that kind of makes you drive for more, you know, because, I mean, there's, like I said, you have people that, and there's nothing wrong with people that, draw paychecks more there's not i don't want to sound like i'm belittling but there there's two types of people the kind of people that just get comfortable in what they're doing mm. and they're happy with what they get and they have people that want to achieve more so what what is that fire in your belly that drives you for more is there anything you know yeah. childhood to middle adulthood what i mean what 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 inspires you to you know to be the best you can be not trying to steal like a, a gillette commercial <laughs> well, i mean it was a it was a triumph to tragedy type story, I guess you would say. One, just me having an experience, you know, uh, my mom being murdered as a kid, you know, at 12 mm-hmm. years old. came in, found my mom stabbed 33 times in the chest, 10 times in the head, and kind of went to a dark place from that, you know, and my band teacher uh, had, had been one of the most inspirational people in my, in my life by helping me realize that, you know, there was light at the end of the tunnel, 
you know, and I was in a place where I didn't realize there was an end to the tunnel and much less a light. Mm. So, um, I mean, that was a big motivational thing for me. And uh, just being able to realize that likewise gave, gave me the opportunity to start, you know, becoming a little bit more spiritual in my actions and, and then likewise and acquiring knowledge. And I wanted to know why I was here. You know, mm. and, you know, you could do things like, you know, search and see what your name means and all of that stuff. And, you know, there's power in the word. So I'm like, you know, if my mom brought me here and she named me Albert Lamont Hart. Like, why? You know, and I hated that name, Albert. You know what I mean? I go up to the front of the class and I'd be like, you know, please say Lamont, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, we had, you know, we're in the country, you know, sure. Charlotte's not too far from Concord. You know what I mean? So <laughs> they'd be like, Albert. And I hated that. You know I mean? <laughs> but uh, once I, you know, again, you know, the word says that our people perish due to a lack of knowledge. And had mm-hmm. I not, I think, understood the reason that I was created to put here, like Albert, if you break it down, like, L was supposed to be a representation of like a God type deal. Mm. Don't get me twisted here. You got sure, sure. Like, no, no, I got and you. then birth, you know what I mean? So like, and then Lamon. So like, that's like the birth of the world. And then mm. my last name is heart. So that's like the birth of the world's heart. You know mm. what I mean? So for me, it's like, I have to take on the challenge that Jesus put out here for us. He said, mm. when he died on the cross, that man, you could do works greater than I. Mm. And his thing was to love. So if I'm the birth of the world's heart, I got to love harder. You know what I mean? I got to love through trials, tribulations, hardships. You know what I mean? And and with me being able to find how to use love as my gift, and that's through wardrobing, like teaching people, not on, not showing, also showing them that they are loved, you know what I mean, by me mm. taking care of them, but helping them love themselves, being able to appreciate how they look, mm. being able to appreciate how it is to teach how to, how it is for them to treat themselves like a king, and then likewise being a recipient of that energy when someone comes to them and treat them like a king. Like he fought mm. me at first, you know, I was trying to put on his jacket and stuff, and he was like, "Nah, I'm not, nah," you know what <laughs> I mean? And I was like, "Nah, man, you're a king. I got this is my job. I don't mess with your motorcycles at work. You know, you run your lane. You do your motorcycles, and I do clothes. So stand here and let me treat you right. Mm. You know, and then I mean, that's what it is for me. You know, yeah. just being able to love on guys in a whole. You know, not in a sexual way, you sure, know what I mean? Yeah. Just in a real genuine loving way. You know what I mean? I have a diverse group of clients and, 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 and they're all different. But I mean I wanna make sure that they all are providing an experience type deal, you know. Sure. And again, just me having an understanding of who I am helps me likewise get individuals to understand who they are. Hmm. I want to give the listeners a little context on how I've met Lamont. So um, I should have probably done this at the beginning, but hey, whatever. It's our show. We're professionals. <laughs> you use that term loosely. But uh, so anyway, my wife uh, lets me know a week before um, the date that I have to attend a wedding. So I, I don't normally do weddings or funerals just because, number one, I never know how to dress properly. Plus, usually mm-hmm. I just I don't like doing funerals. Just I'm kind of trying to stay out of the grave so anytime i'm visiting you know, i'm always looking for real estate but uh anyway so i call oh, and great i don't know how to dress myself sure. I, I you know i i'm not the guy who wears sports attire jerseys and shorts shorts 24 7 but mm-hmm. i do know how to you know i just don't have like a particular style like you know as he calls a dapper so i'm not that kind of guy mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I, I heavily invest in stock that are manufactured. You know, these companies that manufacture T-shirts and flannel. I, I probably own some stocks. Sure. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to retire, but, right. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I call Lamont in a pinch. You know, it's like on a Monday morning, uh, this, the, the wedding. So how did, a, how did you find the number? 
I started Googling like men's suits or whatever, okay. or men's attire. Or something. Okay. I can't remember. And I, I did Uptown because, you know, in Concord here, you might get a, a burlap sack and some, you know, you, sure. you get dressed for wedding by going to the tractor supply place. So. <laughs> 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 or or the mall, you know. Right. right? So. I think I need a little bit more than the Dollar yeah. General. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Concordians. I, I do love it here. But anyway, so I, I just wanted something a little different. Yeah. And um, also my wife issued this challenge. She goes, I have to get you dressed for every special event. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't do it this time. She goes, I bet you can't do it. You won't be able to pull, oh. you won't be able to pull it together. And I was like – Woman, I got this. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I we, bet you said it just like that too. He sure did. Uh-huh. And uh, we uh, we made a bet, and I was like, "All right, I got this handled." So I still want to know what that bet is, by the way. But there was there, there was no, there, there was no rules laid out. She didn't say I couldn't cheat, right? So anyway, so I I got, I get on the you got to bring in some backup. I, I got on the interwebs and started doing some research, and there's like three three shops in in Charlotte I felt comfortable going to. Okay, and I started doing research in those and started narrowing them down. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and I got on the Instagrams and saw Lamond and okay. uh, stuff like that. I was like, you know what? That don't look kind of like upper crust stuffy. Yeah. You know, because a lot of these places, you know, I feel out of place because I, I go in and, you know, I may have grease under my nails or, mm-hmm. you know, something from work. And I, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to feel like pressured like that. Right. So um, anyway, so I called Lamond up and, and um, I just said, hey, man, I, I'm an emergency case. Blah blah blah. Kind of filled him in on the things going on. He's like, "Yeah, man, I got you." Wow. So I, I think later the, that day or next day, he got me sized up, and you know him working on kind of partially mobile and things like that. So an all star, yeah, an all star weekend. The guy, the guy got me hooked up. Wow. Custom, custom tailored suit, and uh, uh, yeah, just really pulled together. Won the bet, showed up, impressed everyone because my in fact, dude, you look legit. Well, my six year old laughed at me because she goes, "You look hilarious." <laughs> I don't, know if, I don't know if that was a compliment or whatever. My fifteen, my fifteen year old hasn't seen me dressed up probably in over twelve years. So, wow. so I, I shocked him. So yeah, I got a good, yeah. good impression. So, but yeah. Anyway, Lamont rescued me from uh, being able to attend a, a wedding well in a t shirt and jeans. So awesome. my wife well was proud. Done. My wife, my, I was a trophy husband for one weekend. That a boy. Not, uh, I'm not saying what tro- it was a participation trophy, but I was still sure. a good trophy husband for a weekend. Listen, my wife has still she uses granimals with my clothes. Like I got to match the elephant with the elephant. We still got we're still doing that piece. So. <laughs> <laughs> like baby, I think I can get this. Oh yeah. no, no, I, so I can't get it. She got you color coded and everything. She does. Oh, yeah, the, it's the purple heart. elephant with the purple elephant. You got to make sure that they match, because right. otherwise I'm out. <laughs> Good Maybe Christ. I should implement that. I don't know. That's, not, that's actually not a bad idea. You come up with your your logo, right? Match this color logo. Yeah. logo. Oh yeah. yeah, actually that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. How about it? Oh my I god, I'd rather you know. Let me teach you. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So, uh, so I know you do. Uh, I guess explain a little bit about your clothing line because I mean, obviously, you don't. Uh, I know that you advertise as uh, like used or repurposed suits. I guess on some things. Well, uh, that's how I started. Okay, uh, that's how I started, and that's actually uh, what I use as for my clothing closets to help you know individuals that are you know experiencing hardships, whether that be homeless veterans. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, also, thank you for your, thank you for your service. Oh, my pleasure. I saw the I saw the picture sitting on the couch the other day, and I meant to say something, but oh man, somebody I was trying to get I'll, it for us, bro. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's the way to keep the party going. That's right. Yeah, I'd do it again if I had to. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, yeah, that provided me an opportunity to go to school anyway. Yeah. but like. 
in terms of the clothing, uh, yeah, I started off with vintage. Uh, I used to go out and curate clothing, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. get a bunch of vintage stuff, high-quality vintage. Uh, one, I, I appreciated the details in which they were made. It's a lot more quality-made mm-hmm. product. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, again, above and beyond everything, the details within the make, the popping linings, the, the banded back, and all the other, you know, uh, just – Things that made it accoutrements. Yeah, accoutrements. Yeah. Absolutely, Whoa. great word. That's a big Absolutely, word. I'll yes. define that for you later. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely, <laughs> but yeah, that's what that's what pretty much you know had me stuck on you know the vintage stuff. You know, looking at TV shows like George Jefferson. Even George mm-hmm. Jefferson used to stay in a suit, and it was mm-hmm. like double vented, hacking pockets. You know, buttonholes, and it was always cut right. You know what I mean? And I mean stuff like that. I mean, I've, I've always wanted to to dress like that. You know. Hmm. And, uh, the vintage clothing gave me the opportunity to pretty much, uh, I guess you would say, emulate uh, the George Jefferson period. But um, I've always prided myself on being able to make the vintage current. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, how could I actually, you know, make that look like it's a present day thing? And you can mm-hmm. go to a party and wear that and it's cut and fit properly. So, you know, the sewing skills had to mm-hmm. come into place at that point. So um, I'm able to cut it and make it look like it's something new, but it has all the details that mm-hmm. nothing else has. And then you probably more often than not wouldn't find someone else with that same piece on when they go into a party. So. That's how I started, and then, I, then it escalated into me being able to design. So I just started creating or creating product that had those same details in it. And uh, now I'm pretty much at the point where, like, um, I don't want anything else to come outside of my shop that doesn't have my own label on it. That's mm-hmm. awesome. You know, so it has given me oppor- that opportunity to mature and to grow as a business person. But I do still take uh, donations from individuals. Uh, so, like, I, I do personal styling, personal shopping, and I've got some pretty well-to-do clients. And a lot of times they're switching out clothing and, hey, would you donate this to Goodwill? I'm like, no, I got some guys that might be able to use that, use that and they'll, they'll give it to me. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm establishing my own nonprofit where I basically uh, have relationship or rapport with CMPD, uh, several mm-hmm. uh, Department of Social Services, uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools, um, a Veterans Bridge Home, to where, you know, guys that, you know, maybe going through, again, hardships and, and they need clothing, but they don't have a dime to go to Goodwill. Mm-hmm. I'm able to bring them into one of my clothing closets and treat them like they came into my store. You know, mm. not giving them a, a, a handout. You right. know, I'm, I'm able to use my gift to empower them, letting them, hey, man, we all fall short of the glory or mm-hmm. we all have that happens to us. You know what I mean? And the biggest thing is not that it happened is that you get up from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you keep mm. pushing. You know what I mean? And also that you got community that has your back, too. You're not in this by yourself. Uh, going through a lot of the things that I went through as a kid, I wouldn't have been able to overcome if it was not for the community. The word says that it takes mm-hmm. a village to raise a child and likewise does it to maintain a man. That's why mm-hmm. we still have a barber and a mechanic, you know, and a, a butcher, you yeah. know, and a postman. You know what I mean? It still mm-hmm. takes a village to make yeah. it all happen. So, you know, being able to help them understand that, help them understand that, you know, um, again, you know, we all have hardships and that, you know, we can come together, still eat and feed, you know, and, it's a way for me to be able to provide an experience that's conducive to them picking their head back up and stepping mm-hmm. back out with their best foot forward. That's awesome because, you know, what separates someone trying to get back on their feet a lot of times is that their appearance, you know, mm-hmm. and you people that have someone that, I mean, we've all had, I've all, we've all been there. I mean, had just had that bad struck of luck and, you know, beat, you're down to your last beat and you need that job interview. Um, and, your appearance obviously says everything. You go, you, your your appearance, you know, 
uh, looking like you're half half ragged can determine if you get a job making minimum wage it could be or winter spin. Yeah, winter. I mean, getting part time a part time minimum wage job versus having nice dress and actually getting full time and gainful employment. Absolutely. So, so I, that's that's awesome, man. Your hearts for that. So that's one reason I was. A, attracted to doing this interview was because mm-hmm. your heart yeah. for the ministry aspect not just the the part of profit and right. whining dining and you know being part of these ex- exclusive parties that we all probably want to kind of live vicariously through you mm-hmm. but the actually the street the street side where you actually are doing what you feel God has called you to do which is actually um, donate your time and your skill to to better someone else's life. That's what it's all about for me. That's the biggest part of my business. You'll even see it in all of my hashtags. Fashion is my ministry. Mm. You know what I mean? That's, that's real for me. Um, I've slept on a bench in Uptown that's feet from my store. I mean, it may have been selective homelessness at that time because my grandmother was worse than my drill sergeant. Mm. And she was like, if you're not in by 12, your ass got to stay out tonight. Right. And there was a night where it was like 12.02 and I was scared to climb the fence because <laughs> I was scared of her. Yeah. So I had to go back uptown somewhere and just sleep on the bench to the next day, you know. And, you know, and even though, again, it was selective, you know, at that point because it put me in a sense to say, hey. I don't want this type of life. And, and for those that may have to experience it, I want to be able to help. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, so what is it like? Because to, to take somebody that, and, and see them have that humanity again, because I think so many times people will get passed over or not looked at or whatever. It breaks and, my heart. Yeah. That's I what can't I, even um, imagine. That was a big thing I had to deal with this weekend during All-Star. Um, I was seeing, you know, a couple cops and stuff like that pulling people's blankets because they wanted to make the city look good, mm. you know, pull their blankets to make them get up and leave because, you know, we got dignitaries or we got celebrities walking through that particular alley. And I don't think that for me, I mean, again, it just broke my heart because I'm like, yo, like we got all this big corporate money down here. Yeah. You know what I mean? If y'all really care, like – how easy is it to buy out a hotel instead of buying out a bar, you know, and just tell them, okay, go pick up paper guys and we'll let you sleep in the hotel that night and you can eat for free and you can have your good shower and a warm place to live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how easy is that? Do we not even think about that? But I was, and I'm trying to basically, um, um, for CIAA do just that. I didn't have enough time to really put it all together during mm-hmm. All-Star, but everything that we did during All-Star, I didn't charge tickets. And uh, for the donations that we received, we still fed the homeless. We did it on mm-hmm. a more intimate level this time because the city wants to get paid for it. There mm-hmm. was also a, a, there was at one point uh, it was illegal to feed the homeless in yeah. Charlotte. Which is, I mean? which is an absolute shame. I mean, I – I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But uh, so with that being said, you know, it was like, well, we don't want to get in trouble doing it. And then maybe if, you know, we took the proper steps, you know, maybe got some other entities involved as well, got the permits that we'll be able to do it a lot bigger and have a greater impact. And it's not for the cameras. It's because we genuinely care about our community. I have people come in every day. You know, because they know what I do or they saw me when I where I first started and they, hey, Lamar, like, it's just cold outside and I don't have a coat. You know, I may keep some of that stuff in my back closet and I'll walk back and see if I have something their size. I grab it, come out, give it to them, give them five bucks or something like that. If I got it, you know, go get something to eat or take them to go get something to eat. Or if I got food there, give it to them, you know, even if I've got like 
I've had like some really high end clients, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and uh, they were in there and they saw me do that. And I was like, dude, like, what the hell were you doing? It's <laughs> yeah. like, well, it's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And, uh, they, yeah. Their hearts were impacted likewise afterwards. So, yeah. you know, now that they see what I do, you know, even if they can't make it, they'll say, dude, like, what can I do to help? Like, can, mm. I, can I can I give you something for it? Like, I might not be able to be there, but what can I do? OK, so like C.J. Anderson, man. He played for the Panthers. Okay. Uh, I hate that we let him go, but he's one of those guys. You know what I mean? Like, call me. See me on Instagram, post and stuff, and he'll call me. Hey, man, what can I give you? You know what I mean? That mm. that can help, you know, with the community because I was there and I saw it. You know what I mean? And I, I agree with what you're doing and I know where your heart is. Yeah. And it's just super crazy, man. Um, I just love what I do, man. Yeah. Well, we're, you know, we're, uh, we're supposed to mimic Christ, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> in Christ's actions. I mean, he's he's pretty simplistic in what we need to do. Yeah. You know, be the hands and feet of Christ. That's right. kind of really our mission. Yeah. You know, totally when, when you when you're talking about and I'm not comparing you to Christ by no means. So anybody that has any qualm with what I'm about to say, you can send an email directly to me. I have no problem with that. <laughs> me too. But I, I'm what I'm saying. We're supposed to emulate Christ. Yeah. Okay. And one one of the stories that comes to my mind in the Bible, and this is anytime I'm out there trying to outreach people that I do. And I, I, I dive into uh, with people that have serious addiction. I'm talking about not just your casual you know, person using heroin, which is not really a casual per- person using heroin, but these are the people that have mm. sores and stuff on their face like that. And people ask me why I do that. And this what you're doing right now, too, is it reminds me of the story of the Bible when you know, Christ go, would go perform miracles. He would always go perform a miracle with, with the outcasts, the downtrodden, right. the people that were missing limbs, li- yeah, people that are missing limbs and, and digits for, for as before yeah. with leprosy, yeah. and you, untouchables, the yeah. people that w- they wouldn't even look at them. Yeah, but yeah. just imagine what you're. You, I got the I got the chill bumps a second Me ago too, when you yeah. said yeah, the Holy Ghost chill bumps a second ago <laughs> when you said you know these people, they're the people that the high end rollers would be there watching you do it mm-hmm. and their eyes would change. So imagine Christ walking up to a person who's missing missing digits and maybe a foot from leprosy mm-hmm. and, and Christ laying hands on them and bam, those digits grow back. That he's basically showing that that person in their community, that person's humanity, like you said mm-hmm. earlier. He he's bringing their humanity back like, look, this person is not this this eyesore, this this cancer of our our, our society. This actually is a human being, a fellow fellow a fellow brother and sister. Yeah. So that's what you're doing right here with, with with what you're doing in your ministry. There is handing out or dressing these people and these high rollers. Sin. You're basically taking the wool off these people's eyes to say mm-hmm. to show that that person's just as equal as I am. Same I mean, thing you're doing. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, I mean, like I tell people, I mean, um, the heroin addict to the the guy who makes multi million dollars playing a professional sport. We all put our underwear on the same. We take it off. We're no different. And guess what? When we die, we're all going to be in the same plot or on on some urn on top of a fireplace. We're all all the same. I mean, we go back to to our faith. We're all equal at the foot of the cross, right? Absolutely. So there's nobody that's any better than anyone else. No respect of persons. And and when you you see somebody that, that life has taken that humanity away and somebody that serves that person, it's it's a game changer. I'll never forget. There was a video of a of a, of a homeless man that got a haircut by by a famous barber, and then they showed him his picture and they showed him his mirror, right. and he starts crying. I I'll never forget that, yeah, and that yeah. was my like wool over my eyes. He taken off is just the humanity of people. We are all equal, and if you for a minute listen up, uh, you listeners. You guys, if you think that you're better than anybody else, then you've got the wool on your eyes. Absolutely. Because we are all the same. 
So you're not any less than anybody, and you're not any better than anybody. Oh man, we're all there. Equal, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't want to hear this junk of well, uh, you know, you you know, you you can't feed the homeless. Like, dude, if you were hungry, you would want food, right? Absolutely. So, uh, y'all, I can't I can't get behind that. But, but man, I love your heart, dude. That that just that's awesome. So, so yeah. So if there's anyone in Uptown Charlotte, not, granted, I know we have our panhandlers, and I know there's a, a sticky situation with those guys. I know a lot of those guys are in communities and they take shifts, and mm-hmm. I understand all that. And I understand your reservations with alcohol and drugs. And I, I completely understand that. So if you don't want to hand that person a couple bucks out the window, find Lamont. Mm-hmm. Go down to his, his shop uptown, hand him a couple bucks, and, and do your good deed. Because yeah. obviously, I just like you, you, your, your guy who does uh, – C.J. Anderson may not have time. He's involved in other things. Mm-hmm. He don't have time, but he can contribute, Yeah, right? Absolutely. So find, so find people. If you have a certain calling or, or – or, or your heart is drawn to a certain thing. It could be sex trafficking. It could be uh, homelessness. It can be disabled vets. Just if you don't have the time to donate, use your dollars. And, and we're not talking about thousands of dollars. I, you know, send a few bucks in. I mean, I guarantee you waste more money on other things. I know I do. Yeah. Waste money on stupid stuff. So, Or if you don't have money and you have time, also go out. Because yeah. I'm yeah. sure you can use people time that can, is value. Absolutely. They can help out with that. Absolutely. Going back to the feeding the homeless thing with Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It drives me nuts. Like, I got I got these do-gooders out here wanting to hand out peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. We were, we're worried about the nutrition level right. of, of the homeless people. Oh, who's going to have – yeah. Yeah, right. come Y'all. on. they Y'all. they hungry. The restaurants uptown and everything. I yeah. mean, I understand the liability aspect with the restaurants, but well, still, good. Great. Good. Well, how about they come in and eat at a table yeah. or yeah. something? You know? No, it, it's, I understand, like, the liability thing, but come on. I guarantee you, if you want to get legalistic about mm-hmm. it, take waivers with you. Have it, Have that – homeless person signed their John Hancock on a yeah. waiver saying, I absolve you from any liability for you giving me food for the day. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's crazy. It's At least. And it, and I, don't get me started on my government stuff. That's no. that's where All right. that's where, well, that's where we off. get. That's where I'm we jump. Cut you off. That's where we jump <laughs> the shark, though. I mean, really, with, with policies and stuff and overth- right. overthinking things. And now, just look at your basic man human level. We wouldn't have all these stupid policies. Yeah. Well, if man would just take care of man, we wouldn't need the government to do it. Right? Absolutely. You know, if we well, stuck that's, it. that's kind of the original original plan. But you shocker, know, we kind of right? divert from that, right? <laughs> right. So let's talk. And and I could I could talk about this forever, but but we've got time limits that we got to keep on. But your suits, um, do you have them for the big and tall? Absolutely. <laughs> and Absolutely. Is there a big and tall stock? If you shop? got on garments, I can make garments for you. Okay. Absolutely. All right. There's enough. Gar- there's enough material in this on this whole planet, and if not, we'll make it. We'll get some more made. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. We can take care of everybody. We're That's for awesome. everyone. Cool. Uh, kids, adults. Nice. Uh, I'll style and design for women as well. We're primarily a gentleman's boutique, mm-hmm. but uh, we're here for our kings and queens. Okay, absolutely. So we're gonna need a tailored suit for Hussein for his first uh, inaugural date. Oh, it's going down. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna make it happen. Captain. Y'all keep praying for me. I'm gonna make sure he's dapper. As well. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I think uh, if there's one uh, piece of advice I can give you about your uh, boutique, I think you need to hand out complimentary biscuits and gravy. Oh, oh my God. Y'all would never leave. That, You're right true. about that. That's 100%. I have, a, I have a little bit of Remy Martin and biscuits oh and gravy. Oh, my God. They would he, never leave. They don't he, goes in, he goes in and needs to get his, his suit retailed after eating all like, the biscuits and gravy. Right, right. Yeah, I, had to t- I had to put them on a biscuit and gravy restriction. Yeah, you got to stop that, biggin. All right, put they it are, down. They are, they are delicious. <laughs> That's the first thing he said. He's like, oh, my God, man, I'm not going to 
wouldn't be able to have my biscuits and gravies today. I was uh-huh. like, oh my God, dude, like straight up drink water. <laughs> All right. And I did. I, 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 I purged. You probably had like a double dose of them the next day though. Like, oh my God. Nah. I, actually, no, I had, a, I had a dozen Krispy Kreme on the way home. He oh did. God, he talked about worse. it. Yep. Oh. <laughs> With his buffet pants on. Uh, <laughs> I, I switched into my wife's uh, maternity pants. <laughs> Listen, the, the worst thing that my wife ever did was teach me about stretchy jeans. Oh, oh buddy. Uh, I'm out. You're a game. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, Lamont, we th- once again, man, we really appreciate you coming uh, all the way up, I guess, mm. out in the country here compared to Boom Uptown and, uh, and and taking time to sit down with us. So, I love Concord, and I love you guys as yeah. well. Yeah. How can, uh, obviously, our listeners, how can we? Uh, how can they get in touch with you, your social medias, website, mm-hmm. whatever you got? I would definitely go and check out that brand new website that I just uh, actually hadn't even launched yet because I've been so busy with oh, All-Star man. Weekend, oh, but wow. it's live. Uh, check me out at www.thehouse, T-H-E, House of Lamont.com. Uh, you can also catch me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest at the House of Lamont. Perfect. All right. Wow. Uh, man, like I said, I, I, I I'm just, I, what's that? I forgot. 116 West 4th Street. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> up, and that's Charlotte up to, in the uptown area. So you can. Uh, what was uh, the What was the address again? 116. So 116 West mm-hmm. 4th Street. And the number, I guess, is 704. 712-9531. Awesome, okay. man. Yeah. We're going to have all your links and stuff on our on our, our show notes. So if you are listening and you want to, you didn't catch that or you're driving or whatever, just go to the southernfriedphilosophy.com website, check on, click on show notes, and then you can find all of his information there. Awesome. Once again, we appreciate you coming in, man. Not yeah. a problem awesome. at all. All right, bud. For your listeners, too, I'll see you again. Stay dapper, my friend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> awesome. that in Hey guys, really appreciate you guys tuning in once again. This is episode ninety. I know we don't we didn't say that ninety ninety. We've been around across the table from ninety episodes so far. This is pretty awesome. So yeah. anyway, you can go to our Facebook page at Southern Fried Philosophy or our website at southernfriedphilosophy.com. Our Instagram, Twitter is the SFP Radio. My favorite way to for you to guys to connect with us is through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Name another. I don't know. iHeartRadio yeah. and now States Vegas Radio. States Vegas Radio. Just download their app or check it out on their Facebook page, yep. too, I believe. Anyway, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We really are grateful for all you listeners and spreading the word. And uh, each each and every week, just tune it in. Yeah. And if, uh, like I said, we're at episode 90. So if you are a new listener on States Vegas, go to our website. You can listen to all of our uh, episodes there for free, mind you. So mm-hmm. there's that. If you want to contribute to the show, there's always our Patreon link. You can check us out there uh, and donate and throw a couple dollars our way. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. All right. So that's another show we've wrapped up. Thank you guys for, for tuning in. And uh, next week on the show, we've got Julius Hoke. He is from States Vegas Radio. So we're excited to have him. All right, and as always, guys, keep looking up. Mm